Welcome to another episode of The Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Merry almost Christmas. Uh-huh. Merry almost Christmas. Yes. Uh, Merry Christmas Eve. Hope yeah. you celebrate. Uh, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Uh, we were a little bit late with the show this week because I was not feeling well. No, it was uh, not the vid. No, it's not the bad thing. We we got tested and they all came back negative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Feel much better today too. I was Good. Having a rough couple of days, like Monday, Tuesday, and then you know mostly Wednesday. But uh, I feel like I'm kind of over it, so feeling better, which is great because it's the holiday and I you know like to enjoy the holiday. I, I finished put the final touches on work. Uh huh. So I'm good for like the next week, week and however many days. So that's great. Good. Good. And uh, yeah, looking forward to looking forward to the holiday. So we'll have some fun. So uh, I, I did want to make sure we did a show because I wanted to talk about uh, Spider Man. Yep, Spider Man. Uh, f- God damn it, F- Spider Man No Way Home. <laughs> Spider Man Home 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 Home. Because uh, I want to call it like Far From Home, but I know that was a movie previous, as far as the Spider Man chronology goes. Yeah, but um, yeah, so. Uh, we had to go see it at the uh, newly reopened uh, Alamo Draft House in Littleton, which yeah. was exciting. Which was very exciting, actually. Yeah, I was I was happy to check it out because we've been seeing some movies, but we haven't had a chance to go to the to the Draft House right you know, recently because ever since the you know the COVID hit, you know they well they closed that one down. They closed it down and and then like I guess they put new seats in it that recliners or whatever, but they did not open it again until literally this weekend. Yeah. And, and you know, we already actually bought tickets for, to see, uh, for Spider-Man at to, the AMC, at the, at the local AMC. And we were like, I want to go see it. So we returned Montez. those tickets, yes. uh, and then got tickets to this. And it was great. Uh, got, I knew what I really like about the draft house is they have that, like their own kind of like, uh, what would describe it like media that goes at the beginning of their shows yeah like they don't have like the newbie with all the commercials and right. stuff like that which is fine you know i mean they they do what you gotta do i mean that's what you got something to watch when you're sitting there in the theater yeah you know we didn't have that you know 10 years ago or probably no we did have that 10 years ago but you know we didn't always have that the way that draft house does it is they have like this thing it's called birth movies birth movies death birth movies death they just have like these fun like recaps of movies and just you know little factoids and just just cool things and so they did a it was fun to catch that again I was, yeah. I was pleased to see that so the movie uh-huh. Spider Man yeah uh, I don't know what you think uh, you know what I enjoyed it I had a good time uh, it, it did get a little overly long at the end I was like oh there's like more movie. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those uh, Lord of the Rings, you know, we're never going to end this fucking thing. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, but I, I did. I really liked it. You know, um, spoilers, obviously. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Spoilers starting now. Yeah. Um. For Spider-Man far, uh, Almost Home. Whatever. Home. <laughs> the latest one that just came out. Um, I had said earlier on one of our podcasts that I once that trailer came out, I was like, the other Spider-Men are in this movie. Yeah. They were in the movie, which we all kind of had knew, right? Like if all the other villains are showing up, then the other people are showing up. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoyed that. I, um, 
I don't know. I, I kind of wondered there for a while if Tobey Maguire was just going to walk around in khakis the whole time <laughs> or whatever the fuck he was wearing. They're going to get him like a Spider-Man like merch shirt. <laughs> yeah. and he's just going to fly around in that. This is a fucking hoodie or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting. I mean, I like the idea of all of these villains from other universes coming here because Doctor Strange and Peter fucked up the spell. So now it's just people who know who Spider-Man mm-hmm. is are mm-hmm. coming. But Which doesn't I, necessarily explain why certain people came. Right. Especially to the end. Uh-huh. I don't know if I needed the whole we have to fix them before they go back to their universe thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get it. That's the convention of the movie. It's fine. But I'm just like, you could have just been trying to track them down before sending them home. That could have just been how it was. That's that's that's, that's what I figured fine. was going to happen is that they were going to spend the movie trying to track down these villains. That's what I thought it was, too. And trying to capture it instead of like trying to reform them and then have a big fight and then do science basically and then try to yeah, do a bunch of science to get all the Spider-Man's or whatever. I figured it was just kind of be like an ongoing like task yeah. and you know, it just keeps getting, you know, more and more complicated until it isn't. And, uh, I mean, that's the thing. Cause there was a point where in the movie where they're trying, you know, where we get all the, the villains and they're trying to, uh, you know, figure out the solutions or whatever. And I'm just like, Okay, are we gonna fight again? Like, is something else happen? I don't know. I was right. just a little, I was getting fussy. Yeah, with it. And I look, I liked it. It's it was a Marvel movie, so it's gonna be overblown and overdrawn out. Of course. I mean, that's kind of to be expected. Yeah. At this point, and which is which is disappointing because you know you kind of wonder what like it would be like if they just put on a movie that was like nine hundred minutes. Yeah. You know, wouldn't, wouldn't that be great? Yes. Well, because I mean, they did stretch it out there at the end. Well, there was like what, like an extra like seven minutes there at the end that I'm like. I don't need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. He goes and he talks to like, he's going to try to tell Mary Jane that like explain what happened. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, Oh wait, they're better off without me. And I'm like, so that's the end of the movie. Right? No. Well, now we're going to go stand in a grave. Oh, and now he's going to get an apartment. And I'm just like, now he's going to go do some swinging. And I was like, okay, this now he's going to go to the coffee shop. Yeah. I'm like, this is enough. Like it was fine. If you just ended it with him, like walking out of that fucking donut shop, and fucking call it. That's all. That's all I needed for it to happen. But he's like swinging around. He's getting in a shitty apartment. He's meeting happy, having a conversation. I was like, okay, okay, yeah. enough movie. Yeah, I was, I was, I was fed up by the end. You know, just a little bit. But I, uh, I liked certain things about it. Just, I, I just, I, I'm a sucker for bringing in all sorts of characters. Yeah. I do like that. Oh, and yeah, no, I, no, it was fun. I'm not, I guess the thing, people complain about, like, oh, there's too many characters in movies. And yes, I understand that could be the case in a lot of films that come out these days, and especially in superhero movies. But sometimes I'm just like, I just want to see, you know, yeah. what we're doing with these people. And, you know, I just want to see them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just glad that they're there because I'm a mark for, you know, for characters, just, you know, for comic book characters getting some sort of recognition mm-hmm. in like film or TV or something. You know, I just, I'm kind of a mark for that. And I, uh, you know, so I was happy to see all the, the Spider-Mans. I was happy to see all the, you know, the Green Goblin, you know, Willem Dafoe doing doing a wonderful job. Everybody, I think everybody did a good job. Although, like, Thomas Hayden Church, like, seems like he was, like, they only had him for, like, a day. Yeah. And he was just like, I'll do my lines. Uh. And then, yeah. like, he's like, okay, now you got me. Take a picture of me for the for the CGI, uh, you know, and then he was done. Yeah, yeah. There's that. Which was a little silly. Like also, like 
Like lizard didn't have anything to do really. It was just like, Hey, he's a lizard. Right. Like he, I kind of almost like forgot that lizard was in that first movie. I totally forgot. The, the, he was the in that Sony movie. movie, the Sony, not I the, totally, the second Sony reboot. Yeah. The Andrew Garfield movie, the Garfield. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot he was in it. Yeah. I was like, Oh, where did he come from? And then he, <laughs> Andrew Garfield's like, oh, I cured him before. I was like, oh, he was in that movie. I don't have, the only thing I remember from the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies is the part where like his dad was supposed to be like involved in something and that's why he died. And I yeah. hated it. Yeah. Cause his father, his parents, Peter Parker's parents supposedly were like spies or something. Yeah. Shit. And I was like, no, because yeah. I hate it. I have talked at length on this podcast about how much I hate the whole, your parents were important, therefore you were important. And if mm. your parents are not important, fuck you. Yeah. Trope that we see in these movies and that I hate, I hate it so much. So for me that I didn't care. I didn't give a shit about those fucking Andrew Garfield movies. No, fair, fair. And I never saw the one with the Jamie Foxx in it. Yeah. I knew he was in it. So I knew oh, he was no, going to no. be in this. I knew he whatever. was going to be in it. I knew he was in it, but I never watched that movie. Jamie Foxx just kind of was playing a very one-dimensional character. Just I kind of felt like he was out of place. He was I, out of place because he's kind of like, I want power. I want power. I want power. Power, yeah. power, Yeah. And then he got power, and then he was like, all right, see you later. Yeah. I mean, there were there was some fun stuff. It was really funny when, like, he was talking to the other Spider-Man, and they were trying to figure out, like, <laughs> if, if Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man if the webs come out of every, anywhere else, yeah. which was gross. I was like, ew. But you know, hey, questions. But they're right. These are, these, are quali- these are quality questions. Hey, that's a question I got too. <laughs> it's kind of, these are questions that I feel like if you met other versions of yourself, you would, I mean, I had, I would uh, have a lot more questions. Like I would never let the other version of me leave. That's why you'll never meet the other version that's of why, you. That's why, yeah. And I would hope that the other version of me would be as inquisitive about my life. Maybe. But, well, no, so what I just wonder, what, like, what do you got on this earth? Uh, what do you got on this earth? Oh, were you guys going to talk about action figures? No, I mean, I'm talking. Do you have a figure of this guy on your earth? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it should be great if they made a figure, Marvel Legends made a figure of, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe, fucking, they, maybe they got different superheroes over there. They got better figs. Yeah, the better figs. Maybe maybe they made a Shockmaster. Did they ever make a they Shockmaster? Made a Shockmaster. They made, made multiple Shockmasters. Do you have a Shockmaster? No, I don't have a Shockmaster. Why? I don't know because they're actually kind of rare. Yeah, <laughs> because they because they're they're uh, they're pretty uh, they're pretty elusive. Yeah, um, Shockmaster not a not a, a comic book villain by the way. No, <laughs> talking about the wrestler Shockmaster, who was a dude who fell through a wall while wearing a sparkly stormtrooper helmet. My favorite thing for Shockmaster. And again, just a just a just a shout out to Mattel for actually when they released it at Comic Con, uh-huh. they released it in a package where he was upside down falling over <laughs> i like that. which is which is brilliant <laughs> it but is it's anyways. very funny uh, uh, but, but yeah i also took a minute because i i mentioned it to you when i was like why did they have mary jane and ned do so much yeah in this movie because it's got kinda, zendaya you got a user right but i mean <laughs> but of course but i mean you know i, mean, I think it's like you know you know, it's a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. It's not an Avengers movie. Yeah. It's a Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. And the Spider-Man movie features his supporting cast mm-hmm. and he's, they're dealing with the stuff that he's dealing with. And if you got something active for them to do, which they did in yeah. certain regards, you know, then great. You know, I think that's, uh, I thought that was, I thought that was fine. I didn't, I didn't care for much first, but I was like, all right, you know, I, I'll allow it. Um, I also didn't care much for, but I didn't care much for, 
uh, Spider-Man somehow defeating Doctor Strange in his own dimension. Because of math? Because of math. <laughs> I know that's a joke from, uh, uh, I think it was uh, the Screen Rant things they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, The pitch meetings, but but, uh, it's, but it's true. It was but like, he was I, like, I like geometry, and now I could fight Doctor Strange. I did like... Doctor just, Strange should have wiped the floor with him. Of course he should have. But I did appreciate just how over it Doctor Strange was. <laughs> and, and, and it's always like in these movies, you watch these things, and the heroes are always wrong they're always fucking wrong yeah and like dr strange is like hey kid we can't do anything to change what happened to these people in their own universe and you know what he's fucking right because it's not your goddamn business because it's not exactly you don't know what you're fucking with Mm -hmm. in other universes not to mention you're fucking up your own by like crossing all these these universes over let them go back to where they belong and if they die, they die. I mean, I'm sorry. That sucks. But at the same time, it's like, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. He, you does, he does nothing. He knows. You don't know that, what you're fucking like, up in other universes by doing what you've just done. Right. And I feel like every one of these movies, the hero is always fucking wrong. And the villain is and not even the villain. Doctor Strange really isn't a villain, but the villains are always fucking right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it just causes more problems that I'm just like, listen to these fucking, listen to Doctor Strange, listen to Thanos. Like, yeah, these listen to Killmonger. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right? these people yeah, are who, fucking right. Who would actually think that they were, you know, because they're actually, because they're fighting for like, it's always a matter of like, they're fighting for something noble, but they're doing it the wrong way. So we have yeah. to step in and whatever. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, yes, I agree with you. It really sucks that these people have been transported to your universe, but in their universe, according to Doc Ock, these people are already dead. Mm-hmm. You're creating another universe. You know what I mean? The yeah. multiverse. You're like, creating another. Alternate- that's, that's the whole idea behind it, right? Every decision you make creates a different reality. Right. So by saving, uh, you know, Willem Dafoe, well, you just created another universe, right? Yeah, is that right. a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Like, well, cause it could also read to other, I, I always believe that in just my, my own personal life, that decisions that I've made, had I not made them at a certain time or had I made them at a certain time, whether or not, uh, you know, they would be, it, you know, my life would be drastically different. Of course. And that's, you know, kind of not, but that's not really up to, I mean, it's up to me to make those decisions. Right. But it's not up to me to decide that I need to fix them or whatever, you know, make sure they don't happen. I don't know. It's just something about messing with reality. Well, I mean, there, right. if the multiverse theory proves correct, it's that there already exists a universe in which you made that a different choice. So there's already another universe where Sean made a different choice. It's not the one you live in. Right. But there's another Sean out there somewhere who made that choice, who lives in that reality. So instead of going to Emerson, you went to new house, new, new school. Yeah. Or new school. Yeah. You know what, whatever it is. Yeah. Who knows? But now you're kind of like, cause I'm sure in the spider universe, there exists reality in which Willem Dafoe did not die by being stabbed in the abdomen by the glider. Yeah. Right. But now you're sending him back better. So now you've got another offshoot somewhere. Like, should there be? I don't even know. I don't even know if that's going to fuck shit Well, maybe it was something where his tech was needed to save that universe, you know. And so he, you know, maybe he goes back and he doesn't, you know, he destroys the, the, or prevents the the tech 
from getting out there for the goblin or whatever. Yeah. And maybe it was necessary to exist and he, you know, he screwed over that universe and right. whatever. It there's a lot of a lot of stupid stuff like that going on. I also wanted to point out uh William Defoe was using wrestling moves. Oh, was he? He used a power bomb ah. and a pop up spine buster to to <laughs> throw Peter through the ground. I, I, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I was like, I gotta get that in. Yeah, and so you know, yeah, we and look, we killed Aunt May. Yeah, we did kill Aunt May. Which I was supposed, I was supposed to be sad for, but I wasn't. I wasn't sad either, because I was like, what is Marissa Tomei even doing in these movies? Yeah, why? I mean, I understand that she's you know super part of his life, but I mean, it's and I guess it's good for her, you know, instead of Aunt May just being like. Oh, I'm old and now I'm being attacked by somebody that doesn't like Spider-Man, you know, or whatever. Or I'm being attacked by something, you know, I'm helpless. It's like she's actually got some agency, you know, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just like, you know, you'd have to kill her, you know. Yeah. I mean, but because we didn't see Uncle Ben die for the speeder, speeder, speederman. It's Peter Parker plus Spider-Man is speederman. Speederman. Um, for this Spider-Man, you know, he didn't. I don't ever remember even seeing an Uncle Ben. I can't recall. Like, I've, tried, I've tried to kind of backlog on maybe a few I things. I don't think he existed. I don't think he's uh, he's not mentioned. He's in, Yeah, he's not around. He's not mentioned. I don't know if he's oh. already dead. I don't know if he's just divorced, like if they're divorced, whatever. Or is he going to pop back up in like one of these movies or one of these other future movies that they're doing? Right. With Tom Tom Holland, he's going to be like, yeah, I'm a younger Ben. Right. Like, I got all the monies from your aunt's Maeve's yeah, life so, insurance. Well, no, because nobody remembers who Peter is. So Uncle Ben's not going to know who he is. But maybe he does from another universe. Yes. Well, when that kind of brings the end credit sequence. So I, I wanted to talk about this. We get the credit sequence where, and we knew this from the Venom movie. from Car- There will be carnage. That Venom gets transported into this universe, this universe with Tom Holland, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but that doesn't track based on what Dr. Strange said, because he says he's just, they're just bringing over people who know Peter Parker is Spider-Man. That's what he said. But the version of Venom or Eddie that we see in Carnage doesn't know that. So why did he get pulled over? I don't know. I don't know what. Th- and then he just. I mean, there, there was wasn't there. Uh, he gets pulled over, and then he spends his entire time just drinking at the bar, which good for him. Smart. Yeah. So they get very very drunk, and then he leaves a little venom. There's a little splotch. A splotch on the counter, and then he gets pulled back into his own universe. Mm-hmm. But is it going to be this thing where it's just like somehow, kind of like that uh fucking the Star Wars was like somehow Palpatine has returned. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow Venom was sucked into our reality. Am I just forgetting that he knows who Peter Parker is? Because well, I, I mean, don't not think in the does. movie. I mean, I, to my knowledge, not I'm, this I'm, one. No, I'm not talking about the Topher Grace one. I think might know, right? But not this Venom. Well, then I mean, the comic books. He, I, you know, Eddie Brock knows, right? But not. I think I think knows Peter right, Parker, but not no. the Tom Hardy version right. of Venom. Doesn't know. I don't think. Question mark. Yeah, I'm like okay. So Venom Venom. Yeah. Uh, and then we have like the post credit post credit sequence, which, which was, they just released, by the way, online. Oh, there's but basically the trailer, the for, trailer for Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, Infinite Madness of Multiverses or whatever the fuck it's called, which is Sam Raimi's directed apparently. And the Multiverse of Madness. OK, which is going to feature uh, Wanda, Wanda and America Chavez making her 
Debut. Yeah, I didn't realize who that was because oh. all I saw was her back with the jean jacket. Only reason why I knew that is because I knew because because they released the action figures. Oh, okay. They, they previewed. They put them out because they're not released, but they're coming out. And she's a part of this line about this movie, and I was like, well, clearly. Well, I was like, well, she's somebody, but I don't know who she is because all I saw was the back. Yeah, I don't. And I didn't know who that was. I don't know enough about her to talk about her. Um, all I know is that Sleepwalkers in that toy line, and I'm very excited. But I don't think he's in the movie, yeah. but he should be in the movie. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Look, I liked it. Yeah, it was fun. I it had a good fine. time. Yeah, it was fine. I don't. I mean, you know. Mary Jane walking in that fucking police station, just screaming for a lawyer. That's how you fucking do it. Yeah. You ever get pulled into police custody, the instant they start talking to you, just ask for a lawyer. It doesn't matter if you are more innocent than Jesus. Fucking ask for a lawyer. Yeah. And she knew that. Good for her. Uh, speaking of lawyers, Matt Murdock made an appearance. That's right. He did. And he caught a brick. He caught a brick. And, uh, you know, we were going to hopefully see more of him in the in the movies. Um, maybe we'll see some doc, uh, uh, Luke Cage. Yeah, maybe. And, and they also kind of introduced Kingpin on Hawkeye. Oh, did they? I haven't watched that yet. Yeah, so. they, they showed like a picture of him or something like that. And so he's... Apparently you know, everybody's loving that Hawkeye show. You know I hate Jeremy Renner. So I'm well, just I like, know. That's the thing. It's good. It'd be, I mean, at some point I'll probably watch it, but... Me too, but I really don't like Jeremy Renner. I just don't like him. I've never liked him. I don't like him as Hawkeye. I've never liked him as Hawkeye. Yeah, I know. You're not, not really into, no. into him. No, I'm not. As as that documented on this sucks. podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Jeremy Rudder app gave me so much joy. That was that was those those were those are Halcyon oh, days. Those were the days. <laughs> those were those were glorious days of the summer of twenty. I think I read that whole article on this podcast. I just laughed. Yeah, it was, was, so was, good. It, was it was it summer twenty? Oh, I don't know. It was just good. Eighteen. It was good. I don't know. It was very good. <laughs> I don't know. That's about all I want to talk about. Yeah. As far as the Spider-Man goes, I don't really have much else to say. I mean, you know, if you've seen it, you've seen it. If you don't, you don't. So let's take a quick break and we'll come back with the book for this week. Hey, Ryan, I know we're taking a break from Batman Nightcast, but I've been thinking about the Nightfall storyline where Jean-Paul Valley temporarily took over the role of Batman. I see where you're going with this. If you were ever paralyzed, I would be honored to take care of Cindy and your kids. Uh, no, that's not where I was going. I was thinking about all the many characters who have filled in for Bruce Wayne as Batman over the years. Dick Grayson, Tim Drake. Commissioner Gordon, for some reason. Yeah, that did happen. Anyway, on the subject of temporary replacements. Your son Andrew is going to take over Supermates? No, focus on Batman. Why is this so hard? While we're away from Nightcast for a while longer, someone could come in and do a Batman-related show for the Fire & Water Network. Well, I know Paul Keen loves the Batman Family comic book. I've seen Sean M. Myers post a few things about Batman Family, too. Do you think they'd... We'll do it! For those of you who aren't familiar with the series, Batman Family was a DC comic that ran for 20 issues from 1975 to 1978 and then rescued Detective Comics from the DC implosion by continuing as a dollar comic for 15 more issues until 1980. The title started out with new features starring Batgirl and Robin, along with reprints before morphing into all new stories starring other members of the Batman family, such as the Huntress, Commissioner Gordon, Man-Bat, and even Ragman and the Demon. So you're all invited to the Batman Family Reunion podcast, taking over the Batman Nightcast feed. Coming in January to the Fire and Water Podcast Network. This could be the sensational podcast find of 2022. All right, we're back here on Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is Marvel Holiday Special 1991. Oh, shit. From the whole thing. 1991. <laughs> 
And it is 1991. It is 1991. And the cover has uh, everybody that's featured in this book. So you've got Spider-Man, the X-Men, Captain America, Thor, Ghost Rider, Punisher, Fantastic Four, and uh, Captain Ultra for some Mm. reason. That's fine. Uh, And they're chasing Santa Claus. And Captain America's like, stop that bearded man. And Spider-Man, or uh, Wolverine's like, yeah, no one gives me a lump of coal and lives, bub. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a, a wraparound cover. Yeah. And it is quite delightful. It is very funny. So there's a lot of stories in this book. I mean, it's like 65 pages. It's really long. It's I mean, really long. Kind of, some of them are only like three pages. So that's the thing. You could, I, could, I could rattle through this because there's really not a lot going on. Like, I almost like got like, like the Thor issue. Oh yeah, the Thor one is silly too. Thor one's like literally like well, I could you could sum the it up. Punisher one too. Yeah, yeah. Everybody gets a turn. Oh yeah. So we start because when you think Christmas, you think Punisher. Oh yeah, I think I think about uh, Frank Castle uh, all the time in his black black and skull outfit and uh, and uh, shooting people and uh, shooting mobsters. That's what I think. He loves Christmas. There's a multiple like m- I, I was looking up because on the I was trying hoping this was on the app because mm-hmm. I actually. Yeah, because I, I think I mentioned that I got back on the Marvel app. Yeah. And uh, I was hoping to see if this was on there so I didn't have to dig it out. But it was actually, it was pretty accessible. But uh, there's multiple, like, Marvel uh, Christmas stories. And there's a uh, Punisher we were just talking about. Yeah. So the first story is A Miracle a Few Blocks Down from 34th Street featuring the X-Men. But it is a... <laughs> this was a very confusing story for it's me. A past, it's a past tale of the X-Men. Yes. So it's not the X-Men from 1991. It's the X-Men that were rebooted in the 70s mm-hmm. when uh, they, you know, the original team went away and then they got all these other characters. So you got uh, Storm, you got Banshee, Nightcrawler and Wolverine. You got Colossus. They're all trimming the tree and Wolverine's like, fuck that shit. I don't want to do it. Yeah, and, and they're talking about how, like, Storm never trimmed the tree because she's from, like, Kenya or whatever. Yeah. And so then they're like, hey, you know what? We need to, like, go to the mall. No, what they do is they get a, a indication from a Cerebro. Uh, in, uh, okay, I was wondering, I was like, wait, why are they going to the mall? They get an indication from Cerebro from uh, Cap, uh, what's his face, uh, Professor Xavier's study. Yeah. And uh, who apparently is on a fishing trip. So as, as he does, as 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 one pictures Charles Xavier to do, <gasps> I don't see fishing with a with a with a te, with a hat full of lures. I don't see Charles Xavier fishing. I see him going in like to to the Louvre and studying art. I just don't see him be like, I'm gonna go fucking fishing on like I don't know the Bayou or whatever the fuck. I'm just imagining like the old teachers. I every time back in the '90s before uh, WCW would come on Saturday nights, they would have. Like fishing with uh, all these different people, like there's these two guys. One one guy was like Orlando something, uh-huh. and I just imagine there being a fishing show with Professor Xavier and him being on like a tiny boat, but like in his big like hovercraft, right? And just like with like a like just casting lures, just being. Does like, he even need? Do you think that can just like be like a hovercraft? Do you think he could just like put a pontoon on it and just? I think it would be pontoon. Yeah, I think yeah. it'd be, it'd be more plausible. Yeah, you just like stick a pontoon to it, and you just like an airboat, just like. That's what, like, yeah, he's, like, he's on an airboat, just going, just going somewhere. through the Everglades on his thing. It's like <laughs> just him looking for gators. Yeah. 
Watch. Do you think you could like <laughs> mentally control the gator and just be like, ah? Oh. Hey, gator. I got. I got to like wrestle you. So why don't you lay down for me? Yeah. <laughs> Wrestling gators. I got no legs, but I'm. You know, my legs don't work, but I could use my hands and my my my, my bald head. My bald head. Watch out for my bald head. I'm Professor Xavier. I'm a gator wrestler. Mm. <laughs> maybe that was his like original. Maybe that's what he really wanted to do with his life. And then he discovered that's exactly he had, what it was. It yes. was he as a small child in London because he's he's British. Uh-huh. He was like, you know what I'd love to do? Move to the American South and wrestle gators. And then he discovered he had mutant powers. And unfortunately, that kind of derailed his dreams. Cyclops, I am going fishing <laughs> this afternoon, and I need my steel gauntlets to wrestle gators. So put them on the truck and don't forget, you fucking asshole. I really love the idea of Professor Xavier Gator Wrestler. <laughs> well, he's not that. I mean, what else? He's, he's probably wilding out. I hope he is. I mean, he's got away from the stupid X-Men. So they get a <laughs> they get a, a, a indication uh, on Cerebro saying apparently they've tracked the most powerful mutant ever registered, and he is uh, he's at Rockefeller Center or something like that. Uh-huh. Although before that, like they're like, hey, we need to go and like capture this being. It's like maybe we have to see if he's friend or foe. Right. And uh, Wolverine's like, yeah, if he's foe, I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, and then, and, and then Colossus like picks him up, and he's like, "Hey, bub, don't grab me." Yeah, <laughs> he's got his claws out. He's like, "Ah!" Yeah, he needs to calm down. Yeah. So they end up at uh, well, they they're headed over there, and then we jump catch up with uh, <laughs> the Brotherhood of Evil. Yes, which at this time consists of Blob, Toad, Unus the Untouchable, and Mastermind. Yes, and Blob. They're at the mall. Yes. Uh, as one is near Christmas well, this is, in 1991. And well, this is, this is the 70s. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I forget that we're. Okay. So in the 70s, it should have been the 80s, but that's fine. Because mall culture really got big in the 80s. But so he's at the mall and, the, and Blob is like, aren't these the hottest mannequins you've ever seen? And then I love that. What is it? Toad? He just goes, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. I just kind of got to toad. Toad's like, fuck. Yeah, he literally just says, what? That's the only thing he says. I want to absorb these mannequins with the blob. Do you think this, I mean, this is a little late, but if this actually took place in the 70s, perhaps Blob went on to write the the smash hit mannequin starring Kim Cattrall. I'm just picturing we had a movie premiere. <laughs> I wrote this because I wanted to fuck yeah, a mannequin. I'm, 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 <laughs> so what'd you why? So uh you're a supervillain, yes. Yeah. And uh you're also a screenwriter, yes. Yeah. And uh why'd you write this movie? I want to fuck a mannequin. <laughs> okay, all right. Who who are you wearing today, Mr. Blob? <laughs> you, are you wearing I'm wearing uh hefty. <laughs> hefty. It's funny. Oh, the blob. Yeah. Yeah, that's they're kind of they're, he's kind of a degenerate here. Oh, absolutely. Which is which is kind of funny. They're just they're just villains in the mall, which I think they're also somehow tracking mm-hmm. this mutant, so that's why they're there. Yeah. But I I just well, it gets even worse. Yeah. It gets even worse because some kid is like, Hey mom, it's Santa. Oh, that's right. Hey mom, it's Santa. And the kid's like, 
Hey, wow. Santa. Wow, Santa, you're fat. Where's your beard and your suit? He, you're fatter than I thought, is what yeah. he says. You're fatter than I thought. Where's your beard and your suit? You can give me lots of presents. And and, 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 it's, and, and we just get a close-up of his face. Yeah. And he's just going, I got your present right here, kid, and one for your mother. Yeah, I bet Say he Say hi to your mother for me. I bet he has one for the mother as well. I, the reason why this is a close-up is because he was grabbing his crotch. 100% he was grabbing his In the middle of a shopping center. Yes, he was. Yes. In the, in the mid-70s. Yes. Talking to kids yep. and mannequins. Yep. <laughs> being, just being Gross. the worst possible human being. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's keep that in mind. They're walking around and they see the X-Men mm-hmm. and they're like, oh shit, those are like the new X-Men. Cause apparently they're like yeah. new to like the whatever. And Banshee bumps into, I think Unis and you're like, Hey you, Hey you. And then they start like taking off their civilian yeah, clothes. They're just and- like, Hey, it's time to fucking fight in the middle of this fucking crowded mall. Mm-hmm. They're drawing at each other and they're like, we've come to look for this mutant, whatever. And then for some reason, we start getting this thing with Santa. Like Santa's like, hmm, a mutant. <laughs> right. And so, uh, yeah, we just got fighting. You know, uh, Nightcrawler's fighting Toad and then Colossus is like fighting uh, Blob. <laughs> and he's like, hey, Blob, you're really, you're really fat for an American. Well, because Colossus punches him and he goes... Blob says, you're really strong for a Ruski. Right, right. And Colossus goes, you're really fat for an American. And I'm like, have you been here? He's <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Like, that's what we are, dude. We're all fat. Yeah. You just, just go to a... Anywhere. He, he go to any... Yeah, literally go anywhere. Yeah. We are we are morbidly obese we as a country. We are a, 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 round, a rotund country. And this is something that's confusing me because as far as I know... The blob is, I don't know if he controls his fat in a way that allows him to cancel out powers because literally right behind him, Banshee is screaming in his ear. Yeah. And he just grabs Banshee by the throat and he's not affected by it at all. Right. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. No. And so, yeah. And so Wolverine's trying to slash through Unis's uh, field. Mm. And it's like, because Un- Unis the Untouchable has like a force field. And uh, Mastermind, who uses illusions, tricks Storm into thinking she's back in Kenya, but she's right. like, nah. And so all of a sudden, they disappear. Mm-hmm. And all that's left are these action figures. Yes. Right? Of the, of the, of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Sean loves his book. It's, it's in uh, Captain, or uh, and Sa- and it's Santa Claus. It's Captain like, Santa. Captain Santa. He's <laughs> uh, holding them up, and he's like, He's like, oh, I guess your friends left these here. And, and it's, it's funny because uh, Wolverine's like, now I know how they make those action figure figures. And uh, Klaus is like, if so, Wolverine, I hope they'd ever do the X-Men. <laughs> but don't they like teleport away? I don't know. Something Santa apparently. This is the part I didn't know. I was like, is he is Santa the villain? Did he just churn all these X-Men into action figures? And then it's like, nope, next story. No, Santa's the Santa's the mutant. I think Santa's the mutant. But is he a bad mutant? I think he's a good mute because he I, saved, he, sa- he stopped the X-Men from fighting the bad guys. I thought he was going to turn them all into action figures and it was Santa as the villain. He transfers, uh, like he... Um, going to go hang out with Magneto. Like he, he, he uh, yeah, he miniaturizes the uh, the the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Which, turns them into action figures. Turns them into action figures, which I don't know if that ever gets remedied. Yeah. You know, if they nope. become bigger, like sea monkeys again. You know? <laughs> what, you put them in water? Put them in water and you know, all of a sudden, you know, the blob's like, I'm alive! You know? Uh, yeah. Where's the mannequins? And Captain, God damn, I keep calling him Captain Santa Claus. <laughs> and then Santa Claus just teleports 
the X-Men to like Rockefeller Center. Yeah. And I thought I thought they were going to Rockefeller Center, but apparently they weren't. Right. But they but I guess Gene and Scott are at Rockefeller Center and they just meet up with them. And they're like, hey, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh and it's it's intriguing because at the bottom here, there's a dude that I swear looks like Matt Murdock. Oh, maybe. I don't think it's him, but it could be. He's not featured in this book at all. No. So that's it for the X-Men one. Yes. And I was a little confused because it, I didn't feel there was like a really big delineation here between the two stories. So I was like, wait, what happened? Now there's a kid. Yeah. Now you're thinking there's another one here. Right. Well, the next one is a Christmas coda featuring the Fantastic Four, particularly yep. uh, um, Sue Richards and Franklin Richards. Yes. They're out the shopping child. in the city. Uh, Sue has impossibly long legs. Yes, she does. Yep, this is this is the she has the highest ass possible. Yeah, well, she's got one of those thasses, those thigh asses. Yeah, because it's the nineties. And yeah, we're just starting the nineties. And Art Adams, who did the uh, art here, was like, "I'm getting long asses." It's like I'm I'm starting. I'm I'm bringing it. I'm I'm bringing it. I'm starting it over. (laughs) Time time to bring in the long asses. Time for long asses, guys. (laughs) <laughs> so they're shopping and I'm just going to blow through this because it's not really they're shopping the kid is running around and he like hears there's like a man in the alley well, well first, 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 first what happens is he he's uh, he wants to buy something for Reed right for his dad but he only has 50 cents he only has 50 cents and <laughs> which even in 1991 what the fuck you buying for 50 cents oh he ain't buying shit <laughs> but he buys an ex-mutant killer crocodile Christmas tree ornament yes uh, well he wants it and Sue Sue buys it for him. Well, because she's like, what would you like to do? Would you like to spend your money on this? Or do you want to buy daddy a present? And he's like, if I do this, daddy won't have anything. So I guess I'll save my money for daddy. That's right. And she's like, well, you'd made such a great choice. I'll buy it for you. And he's like, cool. And then he like runs off. Well, that's funny because he goes, like, I knew you were going to do that, mom. And he's and, and, and she's like, it's Sue's like. What the fuck? Right. And some guy, the, the cashier is like, Merry Christmas, lady. And don't worry, you can't help think him. It's a living. Yeah. So he like runs off. Yeah, and- well, no, he runs off to go look at some trains. Right. And some certain trains in a window. And then he goes and he gets, you know, he starts walking around and he finds some guy in an alley. And it's an old dude tethered in chains. Yes. And it's, uh, isn't it like Marley, Jacob Marley or I, something for the Christmas? I guess, but he's... But Jacob Marley is specifically like a friend to Scrooge. Right. He's just the messenger. I don't know if he's the, because this is supposed to be the spirit of Christmas, but I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, he's telling them this whole story. I don't really care. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm no longer the spirit of Christmas. Humanity is basically shit. I have put all of these chains onto my person and I am fading away and I cannot unlock them. And so little Reed kid runs away and he like sees this woman with like a keys with keys. He's like, Oh man, I'll buy a key. What a good idea. And she's like, you have to give me everything you have. And he's like, well, I only have 50 cents. And she's like, cool. I'll take 50 cents. And then he's like, I can't pick up this key. It's too heavy. And she's like, because you haven't given us everything. And he's like fleecing him. Yeah, pretty much. She's like, well, I have this, um, this X-Men Exigators ornament. This this ornament. She's like, I'll take it, you know. And so he gives her the ornament and then the key like jumps into his hand and he runs over and he's like, hey, man, I can free you. Freeze this guy. Well, he starts disappearing. Right. But he's like, OK, I'll free you. 
So he frees him. And he frees him. Well, he, starts, he starts trying to disappear. Well, in the meantime, Sue's like, where the fuck's my kid? Right. You know, my, my, high, my high ass... Yeah. My fast needs to find him. She's running around and, and he's trying to ignore her because he wants to like help this guy before he disappears. Yeah. So he, he frees him. And then like, there's all these like little boxes attached to him. Well, those are the keys with like the lock boxes. Yeah. There's all these little lock boxes. Well, one of them stays. So he takes it home. The kid takes it home. And then the next day he's like telling the story to like the, all the fantastic four. And then they're like, well, this one turned gold. Let's open it and see what's inside of it. And then it's like the ornament that he wanted. And he's like, oh, man, my ornament's here. Wow, that's great. And then they're like, there's a shilling in here dated 18 something. Yeah, it's like a British shilling. And like, and they're like, like hmm. could it have actually been Dickinson or whatever? And Dickens. Dickens or whatever. And he's like, oh, I don't know. It's possible. Everything's possible on Christmas, even those who don't believe in miracles will get miracles. But then, then, then Reed's like, well, you know what would be a good time? The good thing to do right now is to read a Christmas tale, Christmas Carol. Yeah, just watch the Muppets version. Yeah, which well, wasn't out then yet. 1991. Oh, yeah. Muppets just came out in 92. Oh, man. I do enjoy this drawing, though, because I, I was looking at it, and, like, Reed's, like, grabbing this book, and his hand's all, like, long. Yeah. And for a second, I was like, that looks weird. <laughs> I was like, well, no, wait. He stretches his arms. He's a stretchy guy. He's a stretchy guy. He's one of them stretchy guys. And for some reason, Johnny's just sitting there wearing sunglasses like a fucking tool. I mean, who wouldn't? Indoors wearing sunglasses. I wear weird. sunglasses at Christmas. Also, uh, they are because they're opening gifts on Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. Like they're, oh, they're yeah. each doing like a special gift, like a gift for themselves on Christmas Eve. Yeah, we used to do that in my family. We used to do that, too. I thought you opened all your gifts on Christmas Eve. When I was a kid. Oh, OK. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Ben got a rat's mobile. Apparently, whatever that is. I was gonna say, what is that? It looks like it looks like it looks like a well. The way the drawing is, it looks like a remote control car, but it's like the way that he's drawn. He's, it just looks like all orange. Oh, That's the way he's drawn. Merry Christmas to the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Next story is called Midnight Drear, and this is the Punisher <laughs> yeah. one. Midnight Drear, not dreary, Drear, and so it's like these poor people, and they're like trying to get a house, place for the night. And they can't. And then this guy's like, but it's Christmas. And this girl's telling her dad, like, well, they didn't let Jesus stay anywhere either. She's right. Sure. Um, so then he's like. Well, Jesus wasn't born yet. Well, then they made him stay in the barn. Mm. Made, made his parents stay in the barn. Mm. Um, so they're like, okay, well, now we have. These well, the, pun- dudes. The, pun- the Punisher is hanging out amongst the, uh, the, the homeless people. Yes. And he's staking out, like, a drop off of some cash or whatever to like these uh, Jamaican guys or whatever. He, uh, he catches them doing it. So he goes off to do his thing, wastes one dude and starts chasing after this car. He jumps on the car. Like, yeah, he, like he jumps off like a bridge or off a bridge onto this car. He just starts shooting everybody. Basically punches through the windshield. They get, she gets shot off, but then the car explodes. Yeah. Because somebody, one of these Jamaican guys or somebody double-crossed them. Yeah. And uh, the car exploded. Cars, this car explodes as it's going off like a bridge or something. And all this money like falls down onto the homeless people. And they're like, yay. Yeah. So and it's a, yeah. Nice little, nice little ending there. And the uh, Punisher's like, Christmas comes when it comes. Enjoy it while you can. Right. I'm the Punisher. I'm the Punisher. You also get a nice pin up here of the of apparently Frank Castle. I don't know if he's 
guarding a rooftop full of uh, a would, chimney full I of was presents. Also confused because he has many guns. So yes. I was like, is he like Santa with guns? Or is he? Or is he? Is he protecting the roof? The presents that Santa left, or is he? Is he waiting for Santa to, to take take care of him? Maybe he's gonna shoot Santa Maybe when take he shows him out. up. I don't know. Shoot Captain Santa. Yeah. So here's a Thor one. Uh, Twas a midnight winter's night. I'm just gonna kind of blow through this one. Yeah, this also doesn't make a whole lot of sense because, like, this also makes me understand why I don't like Thor. Yeah. Because why I enjoy him with a group, but I can't yeah. read his solo stuff. Yeah. That when makes he's sense. doing shit in Asgard, and they're all like, "Yeah, you know, Twas this, Twix that." Well, that, that's also very annoying. But what's very annoying for me is it's not like, for me. No, it's not for me. But also, he's based on Viking mythology. Like, why Christmas wouldn't matter to him? You know what I mean? Well, though they have their own kind of Christmas here. It's not like a Christmas. No, it's like a, it's a solstice celebration, but it doesn't, yeah. have, but he's still, there's still a Santa Claus in this fucking book. Well, and I'm kind like, of, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's why I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. Nope. I mean, look, they're aliens, essentially. That's what Asgardians ba are. Aliens based on fucking Norse mythology. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there's a dude at sea and his wife is wondering where he is. And then Thor is hanging out with Odin and they're talking to this wizard and he's like, yo, there's a giant asteroid coming towards here. And it's this green goblin, mm -hmm. not the green goblin, but a green goblin who is green. Yes. Grylak the Greater is his name, uh -huh. which is actually kind of fun. And he's like, yo, it's me. I'm, I'm the one kind of bringing this asteroid to Earth. So uh, check it out. And Thor's like, I want to smash him. Uh-huh. And Odin's like, no, what I need you to do is like go and like smash this asteroid instead. Right. And so Thor smashes the asteroid and it appears a star in the sky and allows the uh, woman who's wondering where her husband is to somehow get back. Yeah, because he's see. like trying to get back. He's got all this food and stuff. He's like, I have to get this to the village. Because if I don't, like, everyone's going to die or something. Well, that, but also, like, Santa Claus actually comes by and leaves a bunch of food, too. Well, that's that's the thing. Santa brings all the, the food that was, like, there. Oh, was it? Okay. And he also, like, brings the men. And they're like, our men folk are here. And they're like, yay. And Santa's like, happy midwinter, I think he says. And I'm just like, okay. Santa's all wearing, like, a purple cloak and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Tis he. Tis he, tis, 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 tis he, and that's it for Thor. Yeah, kind of um, weird. I don't. Yeah, I can, I can, I could go. Again. Take it or leave it. And then we've got some other bullshit. Uh huh. Uh, got a snowball fight pin up here. Of everybody hitting each other. I like that. Uh, everybody's throwing snowballs, and then like you got like Iceman just like launching them like like rapid fire. Yeah. Because he's fucking Iceman. Yeah. Like he's the guy you want on your side. Precious Gifts. This one's with Captain America. Mm. Yeah, so Captain America's like volunteering at a homeless shelter. He goes to, no, he goes to VFW. Oh, he's at a VFW and there's like an old woman there and she's like, and, you know, oh. they're, having, they're having a dinner like a, for impoverished vets. Yeah, and he's like, you know, I don't really have anywhere to go. Kind of everybody I know is dead. And she's like, yeah, you know, my brother died in the war. Um, his name was, you know, James, whatever. And he's like, oh, James, whatever her married name is. And she goes, oh, no, James Barnes and and he's like oh, Bucky Barnes. Bucky. So he like goes and does some research. Yeah, he goes on the uh, CNET. Yeah, he go, he pulls up uh, DOS 
because <laughs> it's 1991. Yeah. He goes to the Avengers DOS computer. Yeah, and he does some research. He's like, oh, my God. I didn't know that Bucky had an older sister, but apparently he does. And it's this woman. So I'm going to go talk to her on Christmas Day. That's right. In my Captain America uniform, I show up at this lady's house and her grandson's like, oh, my God, it's Captain America, obviously. Yeah. As, he sh- as, as he should I be. I mean, I'd be like, excited. Just, he goes, he goes, uh, <laughs> he, gets, he sees Captain America and he's like, he's like, Captain America, cool. What's Thor like? And Cap just goes, big. <laughs> <laughs> big. And Sean would be like, what, what's Thor like? Captain America goes, big. And he goes, eh. And Sean goes, I don't like Thor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of big. <laughs> Yeah, fuck Thor. <laughs> hey, Captain America, do you hate Thor? I feel like that's what you, what you would ask. Hey, so like, is Thor like? Like, does Thor suck? <laughs> yeah, is he is he is he cool? <laughs> no. No. All right, cool. That's what no, I he thought. Just goes big. <laughs> just big. Big. I, I do like this little girl that's there. She just points to Captain America and goes, "Starman." Little girl's me. But Who is that? Starman. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ, he's got a big friggin' star. He sure does. On his chest. Yeah. Sure. And the kid's like, it's Captain America. I mean, she's kind of not kid. wrong. <laughs> I wish it was Starman. I wish it was Will Payton. Yeah. Um, so Cap's like, hey, lady, let's go talk. Yeah. And so they're chatting. He's like, look, since you told me that, like, your brother was like James Buchanan Barnes, like. I just wanted to tell you, he was my partner he's my homie and he really helped me back in the day uh uh here i don't have much from my time but here's like a flag patch that i have from his uniform uniform and you can have it and the lady's like sweet yeah well because i guess something was something where her mom got divorced and she went to go live with her mom and bucky bucky was an ass about it apparently was an ass about it he was like Fuck you. I have no sister. Yeah, basically. He yeah. was like, I'm never even going to mention you again. And I was like, that's kind of fucking, that's extreme. Yeah. I'm going to die. No regrets. <laughs> I have no sister. That's what he yelled when he fell down the, when I mean, he fell off the train. Pretty much. Yeah. I have no sister. It's like, that's a weird thing for him to yell right before he died, but okay. <laughs> Cap's like, I'll never remember that. Uh, yeah. No, and he didn't. Until <laughs> so Cap's like, all right, I'm going to go because I'm Captain America and like, yeah. I should probably like go and do stuff. Yeah. And this you gotta like, do Captain America stuff. And he's like, well, what about you? Don't you have somebody to like to hang out with? And, and he's like, duh. Well, she goes, he goes, he goes, I will. And she goes, you do now. But the way she's drawing it is like, she looks really angry. Yeah, she does. She's, she's like, like, Hey, forcing this man. You better stay here. Yeah, pretty much. Take you better. You better, you better eat ham. Fucking sit here and eat that goddamn ham. You better eat some ham, some gravy. You're gonna you're gonna drink eggnog. Yep. You're gonna have a rum cake. Rum cake. So we do it here at Christmas as Bucky wanted. Do it for Bucky. Did Bucky love a rum cake? What's a rum cake? That's what he yelled when he died. Rum cake. I thought he yelled, "I hate my sister." <laughs> well, that's what actually captured that. Maybe that's what Cap thought he like said. You know, he's oh, like, he "I hate my sister." He's like, "Oh, I thought he said rum cake when he died." Oh, yeah, those totally sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that about sister? No, I thought it was rum cake. <coughs> Anyways. And, oh, okay. So uh, and she's like, go wash your hands. Yeah, she goes, go wash up. And I'm like, how? <laughs> he's wearing gloves. He's got like a mask on. He's pretty, like, he's what's, pretty, he, what's he washing? He's pretty well covered. It's like, I don't know, maybe not wash that mouth and that those ears that were exposed. Mouth? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just, 
Watch that. I mean, his ears might get real gross. She might be right about that. Just ramming Q-tips in his ears. Like, ew. Ew. <laughs> Grandma cleaned Captain America's ears today. That's disgusting. <laughs> that, kid, that poor kid's got to go to school. He's like, Grandma stuffed Q-tips in Captain America's ears. And he said, he said, thank you. Ew. <laughs> it's so gross. So, uh, yeah, so it all's well. He's like, oh, thank you for having me over. Yeah. Life is terrific. That, that's that. Uh, now I have a family or something. We get a pin up here, which is actually kind of strange because he's got like nobody to hang out with. But clearly he's hanging out with Diamondback here. Right. He's got a friend. He's got Diamondback on his shoulders, you know, and she's, you know, it's, it's kind of like his girlfriend, not girlfriend. Sure. You know, he's got he's kind of they had they had a thing. Well, he's got to have somebody. So that's Cap. And here's a ghost of Christmas present. Basically, uh, a blind boy got uh-huh. abducted from his house. Because his father owed monies. Uh-huh. And the kid escaped the car. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's blind like, and he's terrified and he's running through the ho- th- running through the forest. Forest, thinking about how his parents are good people and he wishes Santa Claus would save him. Yes. And all this stuff. And then all of a sudden he runs across this person and he feels the their foot and he, their big boots. And he's like, Well, we're oh, not there yet. Oh, we're not there yet. Because this is where like we get this uh It's the important part of this book. Well, it's the important part of it, but I want, but I wanted to point out. So there's this crew, ah, uh, right, this crew that the, of the people that abducted him, and they're like, "Well, we gotta go find him." Yeah, we don't get the names of the other guys, but one guy's named Rick, <laughs> and the other guy's named Arn. Oh shit! Do you think they named them after the horsemen? I think so, only because Rick is spelled R I C as oh, you would spell Rick Rick Flair. Oh shit, babe! And the other guy's name is Arn, and I was like, wait, so it's 1991. Has to be. The Forceman that consisted of Rick, Arn, Barry Wyndham, Sid Vicious. So yeah. if there's a Barry and a Sid in the group. Oh, or maybe some other WCW uh, near to Wells. That's very exciting. I Somebody would've... really loves wrestling. But we don't know. Yeah. So, so clearly, uh, whoever wrote this, uh, Howard Mackey was uh, somebody. Who was, or maybe an editor was like, you know what? Make them wrestlers. Yeah. They're wrestlers now. Yeah. Make them wrestlers. That's funny. The kid's running through a, a graveyard. Mm-hmm. And he runs into one of these thugs. Yeah. And he's like, is this Santa Claus? And the kids, the guy's like, Santa Claus is dead. Yeah. Fuck off. And so he smacks this kid. Then he uh, goes this way, finds these boots. Yeah. And he's, there's a chain and turns out it's Ghost Rider. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you must be Santa Claus because you've got big boots and you're kind of making a jangly noise. Yeah. He's jingling, jangling. Uh, so, hey, Sandy Claus, help me. And so Ghost Rider kills everybody. Yeah, he, you know, he, 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 he the other folks show up, and then he just, uh, well, <laughs> I don't know why this guy's like, I'll get him. We'll see what he's got to show us underneath his costume. Right. And Ghost Rider's like, more than you really want to see, killer. Oh. Yeah. And so he gives these guys the penance stare. Mm-hmm. He gives the four horsemen a penance stare. And, and they die. Uh, they die, and then the kid's like, can I uh, can I go home now? He's yeah, like, sure. Can I ride in your sleigh? He's like, oh, I'm cold. So he like picks him up near his. I mean, I'm assuming the head gives off heat. Heat, right? It's I also flaming. think that his flame. I think his head flame doesn't really burn. Oh, it's one of those kind of things. That's a bummer. I mean, yeah. the, I don't know. I think he controls that. So he like takes a moment, and they're just like, "Yay, our kid's back!" And I'm like, "Yeah, but you still owe these people money, and they're probably just gonna come back." Well, we're also confused though because he drives. He drives his. He drives his the the bike home. 
Yeah, and it like goes over rooftops. Yeah, and yeah shit. instead of just going like on the street, he like rides over a house. Is that a thing that Ghost Rider typically does? I thought he kind of goes airborne. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, and he's like, "All right, Santa, I left you milk and cookies." And so yeah. Ghost Rider's just like, "Fuck it." Do you think Ghost Rider eats milk and cookies? No, but I want to see it. Yeah, so do I. I want to see him just being like, my skeleton mouth. Ah, <laughs> oh, look at these Oreos. They're delicious. Oh, they're melted. Oh, no. So, uh, yeah, this kid reunites with his family, and he's like, Santa, uh, Santa, uh, Santa saved me. And uh, that is about it. Mm-hmm. I've read this before, but yeah. I don't think we did it on the show. Because I remember reading that there's this cool uh merry christmas to all banner on the bottom here where here and it's just a ghost rider's head at the end of it yeah and uh, oh my god we're almost done here uh captain i'm just because captain ultra i didn't really read this one i have to admit captain ultra is a herb more to the month yeah i don't really know much about him basically it's called it came and went on a midnight clear and it's Cap- one of the funny ones. It's one of the funny ones where Captain Ultra, who apparently is a comedian, uh, gets no respects. Of course he doesn't. And he uh, falls into a, a trash can or something. And then uh, he, he finds out, you know, from these assorted people hanging out on the streets or whatever, that all the trees are disappearing uh-huh. before Christmas. Like there are people have trees and they disappear. You know, that's why you got fake trees. But the uh-huh. real trees are uh-huh. disappearing. And so Captain Ultra is like, well, I can figure this out. Yeah. And so he tracks down Plant Man. Mm-hmm. Plant Man's the one that's bringing these trees because he's like, yo, the Earth ozone is like depleting and like people just keep chopping down these trees and like doing fuck all with them. So we're fucked. We're fucked. Yeah. And, you know, and he's like, yeah, but people love trees. That's all they have. Sometimes that's all they have. You know, they love their trees. Uh-huh. So he kind of works out a deal with Captain uh, Santa. Captain Santa. Yeah. Captain Ultra works out a deal with the dude. Basically, like, uses ultra speed to plant a bunch of new trees. And then Plant Man uses, like, his powers to grow them. Yeah. And replace them or whatever. And at the end, Captain Ultra receives a package from Plant Man. And he's like cool what is it he's like it's a costume and it's all like dark and everything like that and he's like well it's a 90s ultra wear you should wear it and he's like but i don't want it grim dark because captain ultra's costume is like a whole bunch of colors yeah like just kind of strewn around so uh yeah and that's that's how that ends yeah, I, I had no interest in that. I'm sorry. Definitely. Finally, we have Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So J. Jonah Jameson is at a hospital mm-hmm. and giving money apparently to the hospital, but he also hates the children that are there. Yes. Which is very funny. He's trying to give these kids the gift. Of newspapers. Of newspapers. He's literally handing these children newspapers as a Christmas present. He's like, hey, take a bugle, take a bugle. Yeah, yeah. And then the kids are like, my parents say this is trash or whatever. And so Peter Parker shows up because he's like. Well, Peter, Parker, Peter Parker's supposed to be there. To take pictures. Take pictures of J. Jonah Jameson giving a million dollars. Yeah. Which is a lot of money. Yeah. To the to the hospital. But he, he's like, I like what he's giving him the check. And he's like, make sure none of these like little brats are in the picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But what's really weird about Wait, this. What do you think? is like children's hospital. 
So Peter like is gonna he's like, well, I can go into this hospital as my myself, my alter ego, Peter Parker, boy photographer. And I'm like, how old are you supposed to be in this fucking comic book? Boy photographer. Boy photographer. What are you talking about? Boy. It's very job. So anyway, he's like, Peter, take this picture. Uh, but our clown. Our clown isn't here. I imagine that the clown was supposed to be uh, Yaki, well, well, whatever. Uh, Yakov. Why can't I say his name? I don't know. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joker, He's Joaquin Phoenix the Joker, Joker clown. I can but he has, a, he, has a, he has a gun in his, his shoe or whatever the fuck it is in that movie. Oh, that's right. He brought a fucking gun into the hospital. So they kicked him out. Yeah, as they should. And uh, Peter Parker, you know, was like, hey, you know what I could do? I could just become Spider-Man and uh, show up. Yeah. And Peter Parker, for some reason, he shows up and like he kind of crouches down with this kid. Like he's kind of doing like this, like this ape stance. It's yeah, weird. It's kind of weird. what's going on over there. Like, I don't know what's going on. I mean, he's, he's just just being silly, but it just looks weird. Yeah. So, uh, and J. Jonah James, of course, hates Spider-Man, so he's like, get the fuck out. Yep. And now we get a whole bunch of, like, stories about why Peter Parker, or why, why uh, Spider-Man is great, because he helped save these, some of these kids he helped save. Yeah. And, uh, and then he helped, you know. His bro, you know, was one kid's brother or whatever. He just, you know, when he was terminally ill and he was just being cool. Mm. And the whole time, Peter, you know, he's like, you know, James is like, ah, well, so what? He was nice one day. Who cares? Yeah, he's like, he sucks. He's a menace, boo. And all these children are like, how dare you? Yeah. He's great. Why and so, don't you like joy? Right. And so for also at the same time, there's a bunch of dudes with guns who are coming into the hospital for some reason. There's a safe in the hospital. It is completely pointless to try to rob a hospital unless you're looking for drugs. Right. So these people are like, we're going to go get this money. And I'm just like, okay. So they also. Well, maybe they realize that J.J. James was carrying around a big check for $1 million. A novelty so. million dollar check. Well, they're doing, they're doing the, the, the Terminator two, uh, shotgun, uh, shotgun in a rose box. Yep. Yep. Cause they it, sure it falls out and they just start, they just start going hog wild. And then basically these two stories collide. Spider-Man, because he's Spider-Man got Spidey sense activated and he's like, oh shit, there's a, uh, you know, some shit going down. So he goes and uh, tries to stop them. And uh, these thugs get into this, you know, to the room where all the kids are. Uh-huh. They're like, all right, hostages. Ha-cha-cha-cha. Right. <laughs> so they take a bunch of hostages for these kids and they're like, hey, Spider-Man, why don't you leave? Because we're going to shoot these kids. And Spider-Man's like, okay, I'll leave. Yeah. And uh, one of these kids decides to actually, you know, the, the kid that when that's being held hits the guy and uh this buzz cut dude's about to blow him away. <laughs> but then Spidey like jumps back in and then JJ Jameson hits somebody with a plant or a vase and everybody They're like you're here and he like picks Jonah Jameson up to be like you're a hero now. He's like, "Oh, put me down." And that's kind of like the end of it. Yeah, and that's literally yeah, because then like people are the kids are like, "Hey, Spider Man's pretty cool, right?" Joe James, he's like, "Yeah, he's cool." He's like, "Are you gonna stop making fun of, start being a dick to him?" And he's like, "No, nah, just not, not until no, just for now, for the rest of the year, I will. <laughs> Next year, full dick." Yeah, back to being a dick. Back to being a dick. Yeah, and that's it for Marvel Holiday Special number one, or just a Holiday Marvel Special from nineteen ninety one. Uh huh. I guess the thing we do here is a. Uh, what would be, what was your favorite story in this one? I think the Spider-Man one. Either that or the Captain America one. 
One of the two. I think the Captain America one was fun. Yeah. Or, I mean, not fun, but it was, it was wholesome. Yes. You know, it had a, definitely some uh, some meaning behind it. Same thing with the Spidey one. For sheer ridiculousness, the X-Men one. Oh, kinda, yeah. Kind of well, popped me good. Yeah, of course. Because, good Lord, what the hell's wrong with the blob? <laughs> <laughs> There's something going on with that guy. Right. That needs to oh, be. Oh, yeah. I that, wonder if it's explored uh, in future issues of, uh, yeah. of Marvel Comics. He's a degenerate. Who's just like, yeah, I want to fuck them. I want to fuck the mannequins. Yeah, what was going on there? Yeah, I don't know. There's something something, something I didn't realize that uh, was something that is, is going on there. Yeah. But that is it. Yeah. So that's it for this week's show. Have a great holiday. Have Merry Christmas if you celebrate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Please rate and review, or sorry, please find us on Twitter and Instagram at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. Find the show on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, which apparently now has star ratings for podcasts. So you can, instead of just like sharing it, you can also like leave a note or leave like a, like a rating. Yeah. So that if you, if you listen on Spotify, you can help us there too. Neat. And that would be really cool. So uh, once again, folks, thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy solstice. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to you again next time. Bye.